Chair Evans. Thank you for coming around today. We really appreciate. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's good to be here. Nice. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, yeah. bro. Welcome to the Circle Lagos. Alongside, we've got OJ in the building also. Share. Share is actually big at what it does. He's one of like Sound City's finest OAP. He's got like so many tracks also. So today, we're going to have like Share talk about surviving as an independent, independent artist in Nigeria. Share, what do you think? I know you've got like a couple of tracks and you've come up with like so many things. You are, you have like so much insight in the music industry from being an OEP and also you, you go into like music also and you release like a couple of tracks. How's it been like for you so far? Um, it's been an interesting journey because music is actually something that, um, that is an experience, you know. Sometimes, right now, we're themselves at parties at, at clubs, you know, dancing to that song. So that's what music does. Music is something that, you know, when you listen to or when you listen to the song again after a while, you just have memories of the experience that you created. It's a feeling. You understand? So music is, is, is life generally, you know, and that's what life is about, experiences, you know, learning from everything. So music is like an important part of us. So if you keep making music and as a, as a rising artist, if you're making music, you're, you're creating an experience. Um, released it in April. Doing pretty good. Um, Even in this pandemic, yeah, that? you know, I just I just put out a song. It's quarant vibes, quarant tunes, and um, you know, right now the feedback is amazing. Uh, we recorded that song sometime in um, September, August, September in 2019, and um, right now, you know, there's a lot of people that. I mean, I, today I got videos from Spain, Canada. Wow. Last week I Last got from week. Norway. You know, it's, it's getting international recognition, and that's actually that's a beautiful good. thing, you know. So yeah. yeah. As an OAP, can you um, can you just tell us your your experience? How you started off as an OAP, and how you got to like Sound City? Because I know you have like you've been at you've, you've worked with like so many other radio stations right from time. So can you just tell us like okay, what's inspired you or what you um, like to be on OAP? Radio, radio is actually like a big part of me. Um, I started radio about 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I was an intern in uh, ABS, in, uh, it's in the UK. I interned there for a while. I came back to Nigeria and then I was schooling in Unilag. I, even till after graduation, I was working at Unilag FM. Uh-huh. And then, you know, there were times where, because I, I wasn't getting paid as a student, yeah. although some people were getting paid, but I wasn't getting paid. And I, I kept on doing the work, you know. There were times where I couldn't afford to go to work. There were times where you eat once in a day. Yeah. Sometimes you sleep in the studio. And, you know, just to make sure you keep the job going. So I was doing it out of passion. You know, I wasn't getting paid, but I, I just, you know, I loved what I was doing. So I kept doing it. And then when I graduated, I went to Abuja. I joined Kiss FM in Abuja, oh, man. and then um, I was working two jobs while I was working at Kiss FM in Abuja just to be able to fund because I wasn't getting paid enough in Kiss FM. In Kiss FM, so I was working side jobs to you know just make sure that I could transport myself to the studio to make sure 
you know that I you know I got paid and all that stuff I got you know money to keep doing my passion and then um, I, I joined Kiss FM in Lagos after almost two years in Abuja and uh, yeah you know hopped on buses <laughs> before I got my car and then you know three years after I joined Sound City and yeah Sound City is like the biggest in Nigeria like for you yeah. like that's yeah. what we'll be listening to the culture yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we always have the jams what's what's um what's your experience like in sound city what have you learned i mean you know when when the when the you know proposal came to me to join sound city it was actually beautiful because oh they offered yeah they they offered to to have me because wow. it was it was actually really beautiful because i i felt like it was my vision aligned with something yeah that was similar you know yeah. so they had an idea that I, they wanted me to also execute and I was already on that path yeah. because I'm a music guy so I, it, it wasn't really like a deep thought I just prayed about it thought about it and then took the offer but it was after a while you know yeah. so and sometimes you have to also prepare yourself for the opportunity because if you're not prepared you might be you might be off it sooner yeah. than you expect so you have to you know always practice and put yourself in that position to be better every time so that when the opportunity comes you're not you're not waiting to learn it to grab it you're already in the position to grab it so when it came it just came and you know as as it is sound city is powered by music and what what i do i'm just a radio jockey i'm a like a dj I make sure that you hear the, the right song at the right time. <laughs> you know, there's a librarian for that, but I'm the program. I'm the one that aligns it. And, you know, I, I definitely just sync it in with style, with finesse. There's a way you hear it. I, I could introduce to you a Rema record, and yeah. it'll be different from you just hearing a record like that on the radio. I could tell you Rema was nominated for the BETs. Yeah, was. Lost out, but, you know, he, he did pretty good. He feels good to be amazing. Fe- feels good to be a part of that. Yeah. Burner Boy, I could put a Burner Boy record, Jerusalem uh, next, and I could tell you he won the BET as well. You know, so yeah. it's 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 what I do, and it's actually beautiful to see that you know that aligns with music, and that's what Sound City is about. So it's absolutely beautiful. So did you? You said you started working in radio like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like has music always been with you since then, or which one came first? Yeah, music has always been a part of me. Um, I grew up listening to music. Um, MJ, the likes, Tupac, Westlife. I mean, my dad used to buy like a lot of CDs and the big ones, the you know, the big players. And even when technology came, he used to buy the new ones and then with the lyric videos. And I knew all the lyrics to the song without even reading the lyric videos. My sisters used to write the lyrics down, I remember, but I never you did. <laughs> I never did that, you know. So music has always been a part of me, yeah. and that was one of the reasons why I got on the radio. So it's it's not like I'm I'm a singer per se. I'm not singing. I'm not rapping. I'm a hype man. So when I get on stage and when I do what I do as an MC, you know, I just need to be able to have a record yeah. that features artists that make music to call myself, you know, a hype man, a music hype man. So it's cool. What did you study? Uh, I studied uh, mathematics and statistics for wow. my first degree. Then, yeah, that's my first degree. And then for my postgrad, I did uh, maritime management and administration. So, so it's yeah. all of this. Yeah, so I, I don't have a mass media. communication background, wow. media background. You, you chose know, so. like media. Yeah. So media do you think you Me- would like... Exactly, you can say it that way. Do you think you would like to, um, later on in life, because you don't know what's certain in the future, mm-hmm. do you think you're going to like switch from radio to... 
Um, to be honest, I, I really haven't pictured myself doing a nine to five, especially because of the understanding that I have. Yeah. You know, there's some. I, I think I've always been that enterprising individual, mm-hmm. and I know that because I have businesses of my own, yeah. and I've always thought about you know enterprising. I never really thought. I know there's money with the nine to fives. Yeah. There's some people that make serious money there, but I never really pictured myself as a nine to five person. I mean, so when it kind of course study, it's very possible for you to like <laughs> that kind of like amount. <laughs> you know, so I mean, hopefully, maybe, maybe one day, but who knows? But I, right now, I'm not in that space. Like in the next five years, you're still gonna like be on the media radio. No, I, I mean, in the next five years, I hope to you know own one of the biggest multimedia firms in West Africa. But no, 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 but like I never know it. Anything could happen. You know, nobody saw a pandemic coming. True, true. You know, nobody nobody thought radio stations would be talking about how um, money coronavirus, like, coronavirus is affecting yeah. uh, the money coming in and everything. Yeah. So. It's, it's a serious time we're in and we're just right now not thinking about too much thinking about just thriving and moving past this this period we're in you know so you said you wanted to have like the biggest multimedia company in like five years like have you started a new company oh yeah I, I have a multimedia company called Modulus Media and um, we do imaging for companies and brands and um, if you're a voiceover artist we have talents that you know also do that you can join and um we we have different services that we offer there's the camera guys there's the photographers there's the script writers all kinds of services around media (laughs) exactly you say i like it when you say cartel (laughs) but it's all good all right so you are independent as an artist here Mm -hmm. and what's it like dealing with um when it comes to like royalties and coming in you don't have like response like the record label first of what's your idea on record label and and an artist or what do you think is it something if your label reaches out to you would you like jump on the offer um oh man i don't i don't really know right now depending on the deals so True. now it is it's really about information mm. and we're we're in a country where a lot of um structures need to be set in place before you sign legal documents you know you've heard so many times where you see artists and the labels fighting and most of the times it's really not because the artist is at fault or the label is at fault it's just generally because they're both at fault because the structure set in place is not followed you expect the label to give you this this and this based on the contract and you expect the artist to deliver this 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 and this based on the contract but because we're in a, we're in a country where things are not structured and the label or maybe the legal documents are just where they are because the owner feels like ah we'll pass this one oh and the, the artist feels like ah we'll forget this one maybe Nigeria yeah. will beat this one so it's it's a case of depending on where we are if, if we had structure in the country it would be good as an artist to get a record deal and it would be good as a record label to put the artist in check based on the legal documents sometimes these things apply but not generally so I'll, I'll give you an instance where an artist you know is expected to make three albums yeah. but because the the artist hasn't been in a studio that um, is supposed to be created by the record label that he's supposed to get a studio to work in. 
the record label boss has said uh he he has not created any studio the the studio that was supposed to be set hasn't been set because they are building something and the government has put money on this and stuff like that yeah. you know so he has delayed with making that studio and then because of the legal document that says he's supposed to create three albums he won't be able to meet up with that yeah. criteria you understand what i'm saying so it's based on the structural imbalance that's why he's not able to deliver in the case of the label he's expected is is expected to deliver three videos yeah. and he can't deliver three videos because the artist has not brought in so 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 amount from shows yeah. and the artist hasn't recorded so much so it's a it's a cycle of structural imbalance you know that that yeah. makes it very very shaky yeah most times yeah i think it has to like do with the artist at times mm-hmm. most i'm um, talking about like bridge because mm. at the end of the day this label is putting like so much investment so much money into a particular person and later on when the person has gotten like limelight they tend to like um forget about everything that we done for them by the label and feel that they can stand on their own we have like so many cases of some people here in Nigeria. We don't know what their story is like. We don't know if it's true, but we know that yes, it's happening. And these um, celebrities or artists, they feel that they can stand on their own and then they try to like finish contracts and try to do anything. What do you think about that? Do you think it's? I think there's a reason why um, artists decide to like decide to just stand on their own and forget about label when they've like gotten to like. Limelight. I mean, I think growth is actually very, very normal and valid for anybody. Yeah. But, and like you said, most of the time, statistically, it happens to most artists. Yeah. And I don't think any artist that, you know, finds it very comfortable, you know, very satisfying, you know, per se, with something. Like, for instance, if you're comfortable working here, you feel like you get the fattest salary, you're growing at a fast rate, yeah. you know, they're taking you international, you have plans and they align with your plans. Yeah. I don't think you want to up and leave. True. You know? Yeah. Even if you want to start your own thing, you you could even consider and say, Okay, let's let's do it in collaboration with these people. Mm-hmm. You know. We've heard about deals where, you know, people even partner. The, I, I know there are very few cases where artists who are doing successfully well say, you know what? I want to actually come out and leave. Ricardo Banks, shout out to Ricardo Banks. Yeah. He was at Maven, but he made a decision that, yo, I want to go and start Banks music. And that is actually a good move. Some Even Lil Kesh actually did the same thing. Some of these guys were, you know, doing good with their labels and then decided to leave. That's fine. Simi also did the same thing. She's yeah. a successful singer right now. Simi had no issue with a record label publicly whatsoever, shall I say. And... The reason why a lot of these guys are doing what they do, like I said, and I still stand by that, is not just because of greed. It's because there's something wrong with the system. And it's not just the fault of the artist, and it's not just the fault of the label. It's a, it's a very fundamental fundamental fault. You understand? The, the structure that has been set in place in Nigeria, and this is a, it's a, it's a national problem shall i say yeah, you know yeah. you can't you can't to be honest there are things that we do and get away with as citizens that if you did in in the uk or the us you won't be able do you know how many how many are how many people download music for free in nigeria we have to stop that you know there's some artists out there that don't even perform at shows they're just recording artists they're not performing artists and they make money enough to keep their record labels floating 
Some just even writes. Nobody knows them. I know, I know, I know a record label boss that told me that he's tired of spending money on his artists and he can't get. For him, it's a business. He can't, he can't keep spending in money and not making money. And to be honest, the artist is doing everything right. So it's really not the artist's fault and it's not the label's fault. So it's a structural imbalance. You know what I mean? So yeah, only a few pass that you know stage of um, we're, we're not getting it right, but we have to keep going. Only a very, a very few, selective few, you know, go through that stage. And you know, it's it's really interesting how we're where we are, but it's what we have right now. All right, cool. Um, talking about like royalties mm-hmm. from online platforms, what do you have to say about that? Do you think um, do you think Nigerian artists they are getting like enough? Um, would would eventually get there. You know, the culture is actually um, is is budding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rising. The culture of people, you know, listening to uh, music online on the right platforms where the artists get royalties and stuff is actually really growing. The the numbers have increased from the past five years up until now, and I think we would eventually get to that place where artists artists will feel comfortable of you know pursuing music as a career not just because they want to make money and because they have talent but because they also find the comfort in doing that you know they need to be able to say okay i know i may not be able to do shows for my first second third year i may not be able to do coachella shows big shows at uh, giddy fest or what whatnot exactly but i'll be able to make money via my music because i know that i have i could get exactly streaming numbers and stuff so I feel like we'll eventually get there. And uh, shout-outs to Boy Ox. He yeah. recently collected a check. And that's good news, you know, that um, his music is being streamed from all over. So right now, the internet has brought the world together. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't really matter where you're listening from. As long as you listen to good music, you get paid based on your royalties. And as an independent artist, um, it's kind of tougher for you to break out. But once you eventually do, you enjoy everything because it, it, it gets fatter as, as obvious mm. as an independent artist do you have like a team around you oh yes definitely because th- you can't really do anything everything by yourself yeah, you know you need to always have a team and um i'm thankful for my team i have two managers and um they're always very supportive you know i have my guys who just support me like people who've known me from day one and you know people who have grown to love me as well and it's actually beautiful to see that I'm also being accepted as a musician or a music hype man, you know. So it's it's beautiful. That's what's up. Um, your music so far, do you intend like raising anything or an EP or collaboration? Oh yes. Um, yeah. The, my next single should have dropped like a long time ago. My next single should be out like July or August, and. Um, uh, the video should be out soon after that as well. Um, I'm supposed to drop a tape, um, an album person or an EP rather. Yeah. It's called Statement of Account because my name is Share Banks and the oh, Banks yeah. Statement yeah. of Account. You get it. <laughs> so yeah, that's the concept behind that. And it should drop soon. Should feature some of your faves. And um, yeah, I'll be out everywhere, stores and all that. Is there anybody you're looking at like collaborating with internationally? Um. I have, I've, you know, made contact with some guys, some of my guys. I'm working on a song with Black Bones 
Nadia Nakai, Gemini Major from South Africa. These guys are from some South Africa. And Psycho uh, YP was supposed to make a song together, and um, that should be on the, the project as well. Four of you guys, four of you guys on the, the track. Four of them, the including me, on that so track. It's like so. a rap, kind of like jump. Yeah, so. No, I'm just a hype man. I'm just a DJ kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so vibe. You know? So. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty much what it's going to be about. Cool. So, do you have like any inspiration? Like, who inspired you to do music? Um, DJ Khaled. I'm not even gonna lie. Was one of my biggest inspirations because he he's a lot of people don't know this, but he actually started off as a DJ at a store. Met um, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. They came to buy a CD. He got you know in contact with them, made his first record, and then started uh, as an OAP. He was a radio presenter. A lot of people don't know that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. He before he decided to focus as a DJ. So yeah, he's he's one of my major inspirations. And um, shouts to all the hype men out there doing their thing too. Is there anybody in Nigeria or diaspora you like to collaborate with specifically? Like these artists. Like I want to work with these artists. Um, I mean, if I could work with Whiskey, if I could work <laughs> with, you know, like every artist says, because trust me, all you need is like uh, it's like four bars. <laughs> Or four lines from Whiskey on a song, oh, and so you know, sometimes <laughs> there's there's that grace on there, you know. So he's got that. Um, I'd also like to work with Justin Bieber, and um, yeah, for streaming reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to work with some of these guys, and I'd like to work with you know amazing talents out there. There's Ariana Grande. If I could work with Tiwa Savage, Jamie Alade, that would be beautiful as well, you know. So yeah, African artists, Shoma Josie, Busiswa. There's so many people I like to work with, and they're in the world. Definitely, you know. So yeah. How about the OEPs? Is there anybody that like inspired you to pick up the mic? Oh something? yeah, I mean, shout out to the late Dan Foster. So yeah, it was so heartbreaking, one. you know, yeah. when he passed on. He, because I grew up listening to him, and um, he was one of my biggest inspirations. Charlemagne the God, on the Breakfast Club. My fave too, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I mean, he really inspired me with the interview. So yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Charlemagne is one of my biggest inspirations. Um, Olisa Adibua is one of them. There's so many people. Fumi Odambo, Abudu. Uh, these guys have actually influenced my career a whole lot. You know, so yeah. 